In the stillness of night and the quiet of our minds, we often find ourselves yearning for stories that both terrify and intrigue, stories of otherworldly apparitions and unexplained phenomena. But have you ever stopped to wonder where does it all begin? Welcome to Retraced Echoes. Oh, we meet again. Episode 2 hype. Episode 2 hype. Welcome back to another, I can say it now, to another episode of Retraced Echoes. It's the podcast where our journey into uncharted realms of the supernatural and the unknown. I'm your host. My name is Bert. In today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the tale. This is as much unsettling as it is picturesque. Now, if you're joining us for the first time today, let me assure you, Retraced Echoes is not going to be your average haunted tale show. In fact, I have a specific format now that I've kind of built. A lot of podcasts, they're just going to scratch the surface of the spooky legends, and I think that's amazing. I like it. I love the ghost stories. But with me, I want to meticulously examine the origins, the theories, and the personal accounts that, in my opinion, breathe lives into the mysteries, all in addition to talking about them doggone ghost stories because we love the ghost stories now don't even begin to ask me how i choose these because last week we went with the thomas whaley house which had phenomena that was crazy now we didn't dig into that one the way that i'm going to do these formats going forward i wish i would have had this format set so i could have looked at it a little bit differently but listen we move on the fly this is the format i'm going to do going forward i think it's the best format but today I wanted to pick something a little bit different. Instead of just a house, I chose an entire hotel. We're going with the Banff Springs Hotel. Now, that's in Canada, the awe-inspiring Rocky Mountains, and it's a luxury hotel. So, it's kind of weird. It's got both the natural beauty with tales of unexplainable phenomena. That, ladies and gentlemen, are two of my favorite things. Now, what makes this story so cool? is there's so many different levels of activities and different stories and people that see things that this is, if anything, is both puzzling and intriguing. And that's been for generations. I just recently learned about this location, but this is apparently one of the paranormal hotspots that a lot of people love to go to. And I mean, they're going to a luxury hotel. <laughs> it's not like the Thomas Whaley house. Now, listen, that's obviously a museum. Good looking place, not insulting it, but I'm saying you get to stay in a luxury hotel. That's a win-win in my book. <laughs> But as I do love to say, let's grab some headphones, make yourself comfortable, and prepare to dive deep into the complex world of the Banff Springs Hotel. I'm going to be discussing everything in this format, from geological influence to spiritual beliefs and even skeptical point of views. I kind of like that concept because we get a little bit of everything. Now, whether you're a firm believer in the supernatural or maybe a stand more on the side of scientific reasoning, I can almost guarantee that today's episode is going to promise to present a comprehensive exploration of the locale that continues to mystify and fascinate us all. Let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Let's go. After that introduction, I bet you're wondering what makes Banff Springs Hotel worthy of an entire episode on Retraced Echoes. Let me set the stage for you. Nestled amidst the majestic Rocky Mountains in Banff National Park, the Banff Springs Hotel is a sprawling luxury resort that dates back to the late 19th century. With its towering spires, intricate stone facades, and panoramic views, the hotel stands as a monument to both human ingenuity and the unyielding beauty of nature. It's a place where elegance meets wilderness, offering a tranquil escape for those seeking outdoor adventures or refined relaxation. But not all is as serene as it seems. 
For beyond the allure of its grand ballrooms and picturesque landscapes lies a labyrinth of untold stories and inexplicable occurrences. In today's episode, expect to be guided through time-worn corridors filled with the whispers of guests from a lost era whose presence is felt but never seen. We will share first-hand accounts that detail uneasy feelings, spectral sightings, and mysterious sounds echoing through the halls. But we won't stop there, we will dig deep into the numerous theories that attempt to provide some semblance of explanation to the ongoing reports of paranormal activity. From unique geological features to the spiritual history of the land, and the extreme emotional states of its previous inhabitants, no stone will be left unturned. So, whether you're a seasoned ghost hunter, an armchair detective, or someone merely intrigued by the mysteries of the supernatural, brace yourself. You're in for a captivating exploration that not only poses questions, but also provokes thought about the very fabric of our understanding of the other side. Now, the reason that I chose this destination is simply because of the ghost stories and the lore behind the hotel. And honestly, it had a little bit of everything. But I also wanted to play on the aspects of what I know can cause a haunting. And, you know, there's everything from houses being built on, you know, um, Native American burial grounds or sacred areas or areas where rituals were performed. Or occasionally you would have satanic worship that was occurring in houses or unfortunately, It would be a site where they say if there's uh, running water underneath houses or if there is crystal, that can cause haunting. So there's so many different things when it comes to the haunting of locations. And that's what I want to start digging into in these episodes. Now, usually when we look at a location, we don't have as many things as what this hotel has. As a prime example, there's stories and one of my favorite stories in particular is of this bellman and we're going to dive into that story but there's also a story about a bride there's a story of a very unfortunate story about a family and we'll kind of dig into those things but you know the great thing about this hotel is the management staff they've taken reports on paranormal activity really serious so they actually have policies in place to kind of acknowledge and address to the guests when they have concerns. And in response to the reports, the hotel will can uh, occasionally conduct their own investigations. So they included everything from consultants to paranormal experts, and they've even brought in psychics to try to figure out what's going on. So they've done a little bit of their own research, which is kind of cool. But what I want to do is I want to kind of back up. Let's dig into it a little bit. And then we'll come back and talk about what's truly happening at this hotel. Now that you have an idea of what today's episode has in store, let's set the historical stage for our supernatural deep dive into Banff Springs Hotel. The Banff Springs Hotel was originally constructed in 1888 by the Canadian Pacific Railway as part of their ambitious plan to encourage tourism in the scenic Rocky Mountains of Alberta, Canada. The resort was designed in the Scottish baronial style, which fuses elements of Gothic architecture with the Scottish countryside aesthetic, adding to its ethereal grandeur. Over the years, the hotel has undergone numerous renovations and expansions, but its vintage charm remains intact, capturing the imaginations and hearts of countless visitors from around the world. 
Today, it's not only recognized for its architectural splendor and breathtaking vistas, but also for the invisible guests who seem to have checked in but never checked out. The reports of paranormal activity at the hotel date back several decades, but it's challenging to pinpoint an exact timeline. The tales have woven themselves into the very fabric of the hotel, becoming as much a part of its allure as its renowned spa and golf courses. From misty apparitions in formal attire to strange sounds reverberating through empty hallways, the phenomena span a broad range, capturing the attention of both casual visitors and paranormal investigators alike. So as we venture further into the mysteries surrounding Banff Springs Hotel, remember that we're not just exploring a luxury resort nestled in a stunning natural landscape. We're traversing a timeline filled with inexplicable events and enigmatic characters who've left an indelible imprint on this iconic location. Now this hotel has been around since 1888, so we have a ton of time for paranormal activity to occur, and unfortunately there's no timeline of when people started noticing this paranormal activity happening. That said, with the ghost stories, which we're going to talk about next, they're going to talk about period-specific timelines. So what that means is the people's going to be wearing clothes from a specific period, which is obviously decades from where we are now. But not only that, but in addition to that, some of the ghost stories, they really give a feel from this is from an earlier time in life. Now, with this hotel, there's going to be everything from eyewitness accounts and personal experiences to actual historical records, which we can prove. There's photographic and some audio evidence. There's obviously the hotel's management. You know, they've got a response for everything that's happening, too. And the local legends and even cultural beliefs. So this one, like I said earlier, this one has a little bit of everything. And I think that's what makes this case more interesting than the norm because we kind of have a plethora of different places that we can go in this one one of the things that i find super captivating is the hotel does not sell itself as a paranormal hotspot so that's not what it's going for i mean it's honestly trying to sell itself as a luxury hotel that you can go to in the rocky mountains of alberta so <laughs> that's what they're trying to sell the paranormal is just kind of a, a an extra i guess you could say so I know everyone's favorite part is going to be the ghost stories, so we're going to talk about those next. Uh, one of the stories, though, I want to talk about myself personally, but let's get to one of everyone's favorite parts, the ghost stories. We've set the stage, given you a glimpse into the history, and now it's time to delve into what you've all been waiting for, the ghost stories associated with the Banff Springs Hotel. Let's begin with perhaps the most famous spectral resident, known as the Bride of Banff Springs. According to numerous accounts, a young bride tragically fell to her death on one of the grand staircases in the hotel during the 1930s. She is frequently spotted, dressed in her wedding gown, dancing alone in the hotel's ballrooms or weeping silently on the staircase, where she met her fate. But she's not the only phantom you might encounter. If you wander to the hotel's now-sealed room 873, you might encounter an even darker tale. Guests staying in this room reported being awoken by screams and seeing bloody handprints on the mirrors. Investigations led to stories of a family being murdered in that very room. It has since been closed off, but some say you can still hear eerie cries in the dead of night. Just when you thought we'd covered the most chilling accounts, hold on. 
the Banff Springs Hotel has more spectral stories to keep you on the edge of your seat. Another tale involves the so-called doorman. He is often seen at the main entrance of the hotel, appearing like any other employee. Except, this doorman has been described as from another era, wearing an old-fashioned uniform not seen for decades. Guests have claimed that he has opened the door for them, tipped his hat, and then vanished right before their eyes. But let's not forget about the guests who never checked out. Some visitors have reported seeing figures in their rooms, who appear for a moment and then disappear. Even more unsettling, there are accounts of voices heard in empty corridors, footsteps in unoccupied rooms, and the sound of children laughing where no children are present. If you venture down to the hotel's swimming pool, you might also catch the smell of chlorine and hear the splashing of water, even when the pool is deserted. Some have claimed to see an apparition of a young boy who drowned there many years ago. Moreover, the hotel's restaurant has its own share of mysterious events. Staff members report having seen utensils floating in midair, and lights flickering for no apparent reason. And these are just a few of the numerous accounts that have turned the Banff Springs Hotel into a treasure trove for paranormal enthusiasts. From shadowy figures appearing in photographs to sudden cold spots in otherwise warm rooms, the hotel is replete with stories that defy rational explanation. As you listen to these accounts, you might question the validity, the sources, or even your own beliefs. And that's okay. After all, part of what makes these stories captivating is the endless debate they spark, and the questions they raise about the boundary between the natural and the supernatural. Now, the story that I wanted to talk about was, for me, it's a heartwarming story. It's about this guy. His name is Sam McCulley. He was a doorman there, and this was a living, breathing. He was employed there for a long time, and towards the end of his life, he had a medical ailment. It was uh, some form of a disease. They didn't really go into exactly what it was, but this doorman on his on his deathbed was talking to friends and family, and he loved this hotel so much. He goes, I'm going to do whatever I can do to make sure that this hotel thrives. Like, on his deathbed, he said this. So... Sam kept his word based on all accounts. There's actually people that has ran into to Sam. He's honestly he's kind of became a central figure in the anecdotes that's happening there. Everything from guests who recount interacting with the spirit and others saying that he helped them with luggage. Now, one of my favorite stories about Sam is a lot of times a hotel would hire brand new staff. And when they would bring this brand new staff in now to understand the Banff Springs Hotel, this hotel is massive. It kind of has like a gothic feel to it is is how I would put it. But you will get lost in this hotel. It is huge. And getting lost in this hotel is not something that's uncommon for a lot of new employees. So a lot of times they would hire some new employee. They would come in and they're not going to walk around with a new employee the whole time. They're obviously going to show them around the hotel. But these employees from time to time would get lost. And as they're looking around trying to figure their way to get back to where they're where they're trying to get to, they would run into, you guessed it, the doorman, Sam. And he would help them back. But they always noticed he was always in this older looking doorman attire. And a lot of times he would part ways with them, wave them off. And then they would go to the front. They would finish their days out most of the time. Or 
even if they went back to the front desk, they would laugh. They'd be like, man, I just totally got lost in, in this hotel. How am I going to continue working here and not be able to find my way around? And they'll say, luckily, that doorman was up there. He helped me find it almost every single time. Management will stop and say, well, did he say his name? And most of the time, that's not the case. But they will take the new employee to a photo that they have of Sam. And every time they'll look at the photo and they go, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. He's an older uh, period of clothing. It's, it's. I thought it was weird, but he's in this this older clothes. And every single time they have to explain to him that this was a previous employee who's passed away that's still there to try to help make things easier in the hotel. And another thing that's really cool is this hotel, whenever there's something major going on, and by major going on, what I mean is the elevator quits working or a door gets jammed or something gets lost. As funny as it is, management says that sometimes they'll just be like, Sam, I need help. Can you fix X, Y, and Z? And the crazy part of this whole thing is sometimes it will miraculously within 20 minutes to an hour, it'll just fix itself. So the elevator will start working again. The door will become unjammed. Things that are lost are then found and placed in a place where people can find it. I mean, what kind of crazy story is that? But of course, not every single story is always as positive and uplifting as Sam's. There was a story of the bride and There's conflicting stories on this. There's the story and the one that I used, which seems to be the one that most people go with is the bride tripped on her way down the stairway and she passed away. They wasn't able to save her. But there's other conflicting stories that says on the way down the stairway, somehow a flame ignited the dress that the bride had on and she, I mean, a lot of way to go, but... She obviously didn't survive that either. And a lot of times, one of the things that a lot of wedding parties will say is that they hear sobbing from a distance, especially around the stairway or even in the ballroom, whenever they're trying to conduct their wedding. And what they believe is, is that the spirit of that bride is sobbing because she couldn't enjoy her actual wedding day. There is the story of room 873. Now, it gained its notoriety due to reported murders that led to its closure. Technically, the murders occurred. They cleaned up the scene. They fixed it back the way that it was. And then they continued renting room 873 out. But that's when everyone would start waking up in the middle of the night. And it would be due to screams. And they would wake up and they'd look around. They'd turn the lights on and there'd be bloody handprints in the mirrors and of course they would do exactly what Bert would do and that's run out of the room I'm good don't need to know what happened they would go down to the front desk explain what happened and after a few instances of this the front desk is like yeah we know what this is but when they would go up there with the whoever was renting the room out there was never blood prints on the mirror anymore it's like they dematerialized So what ended up happening was because of the frequency of room 873, they took the door off and they perfectly blended it to where the wall is flush. That room no longer exists. You cannot rent room 873. It's closed off completely. 
So when you're looking at that wall, you'll see 871 and 875, 873 does not exist. And if you talk to them at the front desk about renting 873, they're going to pretend like that room never existed. So that just by itself is interesting. But the crazy part is the people that end up renting 871 or 875 or from my understanding, even 872 or 874, they still have activity that they believe stem from room 873. Even though they tried to hide it, the ghost was having none of it. They want their story told and they make sure people know it. Now, one of the other really cool thing about this hotel is when people take photographs, especially during like wedding events and stuff like that, generally there will be a shadowy figure that they'll find in their photographs. And obviously they're even going to experience the thing that we all know and love, the sudden cold spots. Now we touched on this a little bit earlier when it comes to the hotel management, they've taken kind of a different set of approaches when it comes to the reports of the paranormal activity there. They obviously acknowledge and they embrace the hotel's reputation as a haunted location. And they obviously understand that they're kind of dealing with a niche group of guests a lot of times. While they oftentimes will not downplay the phenomena, they also kind of maintain a respectful attitude towards the guest experiences. So whenever it comes to offering assistance or even trying to understand what the specific patrons or the, the people that stayed there are encountering, They try to have a very hands-on approach because they understand that not everyone that's staying there is, again, a paranormal investigator. This is still a luxury hotel. Let that sink in. There's people going there for skiing trips. There's people that are booking it to have weddings there. But it's obvious that sometimes they would have to have a conversation with the people staying there going, hey, just understand this is unexplainable, but we're well aware of it. It's not going to hurt you. Unless you're going to room 873, you probably don't go to that one or 875 or 871. (laughs) But, you know, they have to be very hands on with the people that's staying there. And obviously the paranormal investigators that go there, they already know that they understand what they're getting themselves into. But now I want to dive into what could potentially be making this location as haunted as what it is. We've delved into the spine-tingling accounts, but what makes the Banff Springs Hotel such a hotbed for paranormal occurrences? Let's explore some theories that might offer explanations. Firstly, let's consider the hotel's natural setting, the Rocky Mountains. Some researchers propose that unique geological features in the area, such as quartz deposits and underground water streams, could generate energy fields that promote paranormal activity. While the scientific community is divided on this, similar theories have been suggested for other haunted locations worldwide lending some credibility to this line of thought. Moving on to more spiritual possibilities, local lore hints at indigenous rituals that were performed in this region long before the hotel was built. There's speculation that these spiritual or religious activities could have left residual energies affecting the site today. Though no concrete evidence supports this, indigenous oral traditions and accounts do exist, keeping this theory in the realm of possibility. Some believe that psychic energy from strong emotions or distressing events can manifest as paranormal phenomena. Take the tragic tale of the bride. Her anguish could theoretically have left a lasting psychic imprint on the hotel, contributing to its haunted reputation. While this is largely speculative, the theory gains some weight from multiple, similar accounts in paranormal studies. So this is one of the segments that I want to kind of pride myself on a little bit. 
because a lot of times, again, people just talk about the haunted stories, which is amazing. It's one of my favorite parts. Honestly, it's the draw of these locations. Am I right? But what I want to understand is why is this so haunted? What makes this location different than everyone else? Well, in this case, there's a lot of different theories that's running because you got to understand, again, this is in the Rocky Mountains of Alberta. This location has both quartz deposits as well as underground water. And that is something that they look for whenever there is paranormal activity. Some of the locations that are extremely, I guess you could say active, has either quartz deposits or underground water. There's very limited scientific studies on the investigations where this occurs, but I know that at this location, some of the investigators that's come in has tried to substantiate that a little bit more based on the fact that both of those are underneath there. Now, also something that makes this a little bit different is the region around the hotel is actually rich with indigenous cultures. So typically when that happens, it's not uncommon to find like, specific rituals or practices that's that's going to occur around there which they say can increase paranormal activity now for this area in this specific hotel the specific rituals or practice associated near there was never extensively documented now i know that there's been an effort to try to get with the indigenous communities to try to gain some type of insight in the region's history including like spiritual practices that may have actually taken place there so Even though we don't have that answer today, I know that they're actually working to figure out if maybe that could be part of the reason. And as the narration said, there's also the emotional related events. So in the case of the bride, regardless of how she died, whether it was a fire or whether she fell down the stairway, a lot of times, any place where there is a tragic area, they say that paranormal activity can actually increase no differently than the story last week with the Thomas Whaley house. When Yankee Jim died, they assumed that in that location, it kind of created a paranormal hotspot. So this location realistically has three different things going for it. It's got the geological, it's got the indigenous rituals that could have occurred, and there's also the emotionally related events. But another thing that I want to jump into is the scientific aspects of it. So let's look at what scientifically has been done there. As much as we love diving into the theories and anecdotal evidence, there's nothing like a good scientific investigation to either validate or question the stories we've heard so far. Let's delve into some of the most compelling scientific investigations on the Banff Springs Hotel's paranormal activity. Several paranormal research teams have visited the Banff Springs Hotel over the years. While none have definitively proven the existence of spirits or supernatural activity, their findings do provide some intriguing data. For instance, equipment that measures electromagnetic fields has shown inexplicable spikes in certain areas of the hotel, particularly in rooms where supernatural occurrences have been reported. Some teams have employed advanced audio recording devices in an attempt to capture electronic voice phenomena, also known as EVPs. While the results have been inconclusive, there have been instances of unexplained noises appearing on these recordings, sounds that were not audible to the investigators during their sessions. Additionally, thermal imaging cameras have been used to identify temperature variations that might indicate the presence of otherworldly entities. While the temperature fluctuations have not been drastic, minor, 
but unexplained changes have been noted, making it a point of interest for further investigation. Though the scientific community remains skeptical, these investigations do bring another layer of complexity to the web of stories and theories that surround the Banff Springs Hotel. While we may not have concrete proof, the subtle anomalies captured during these studies serve as tantalizing hints at what might be lurking in the corners of this historic building. So whether you lean towards skepticism or are open to believing in the supernatural, the Banff Springs Hotel serves as a rich case study for the curious mind, offering a treasure trove of clues and questions that continue to pique our collective curiosity. So again, we have some scientific evidence and some of them the scientific community kind of rules out. Like whenever we're dealing with electromagnetic field spikes, this one's going to be tough because again, you got to remember what's underneath the hotel. So in this case, we have crystal and we have running water. Those two things can affect any of the electromagnetic field spikes. So even though it's there and we can point to it and go, hey, that's probably legitimate because it's not constant. The scientific community is going to say, well, it's still possible. This could still be inaccurate information. There could be errors occurred because of what's underneath things that you know is underneath the hotel. So unfortunately for me, I would have to throw that out. Now, as far as the EVPs, that's a little bit different because there is examples where there's unexplained noises or even voices that's been captured. And... Obviously, I know they analyze that, but again, the scientific realm kind of looks at that kind of stuff a little bit different. So you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt when it comes to that. Some of my favorite investigation teams has actually investigated this site, one of which being TAPS, the Transatlantic Paranormal Society. They have actually been to this location and they got some pretty interesting proof while they were there. Now, another tool that's generally in the toolbox of most paranormal investigators is a thermal imaging camera. And I know of a few occasions where some investigation teams has went there and they've had some fluctuations that has also been in conjunctions with other paranormal experiences. So again, there's something there. The question is from a scientific standpoint, though, even though, again, we're using scientific equipment. How much will the actual scientific community point to and go, yeah, we'll accept that. We'll, we'll look at, you know, the fact that there's EVPs, there's these electromagnetic field spikes. Oh, and you got thermal imaging and all of this is in conjunction with other paranormal experiences. Unfortunately, that's just not the way that their brain works. They're typically skeptics. They want to be able to go, that's not what that is, but Hey, here's what I think it is. You know what I mean? So, but this location has all of those, which is amazing. But when I said this story had it all, hopefully I did not disappoint. We've done everything from looking at historical accounts to local stories, scientific investigations, and we've even looked at the skeptical critiques. As with any narrative centered around the supernatural and unexplained, it's essential to consider the skeptical viewpoints that challenge the widely accepted theories and accounts. Let's look at some criticisms and alternate explanations that have been put forth. Firstly, skeptics often point to natural explanations for phenomena that are perceived as paranormal. For instance, the energy fields attributed to the Rocky Mountains' unique geological features could be dismissed as naturally occurring electromagnetic phenomena unrelated to supernatural activity. Another critical viewpoint focuses on psychological factors. 
It's worth considering that perceptions of hauntings often rely on eyewitness accounts, which can be subjective and influenced by psychological states such as fear, stress, or even simple imagination. The so-called power of suggestion could play a significant role in what people believe they are experiencing. We must also entertain the possibility that some of these stories have been embellished over the years, or are complete fabrications. Historical accounts, especially those passed down through generations, are susceptible to exaggeration, and modern-day hoaxes aren't unheard of in such highly-trafficked tourist locations. Last but not least, some skeptics point to a lack of conclusive scientific evidence to debunk theories surrounding the haunting. While certain investigations have reported anomalies, the scientific community largely views these findings as inconclusive and not substantial enough to prove the existence of the supernatural. By entertaining these skeptical viewpoints, we enrich our understanding of the Banff Springs Hotel haunting narratives, recognizing that the truth may lie somewhere in the murky waters between belief and skepticism. Now, as we're about to close this bad boy down, I think it's time to actually step back and ponder some of what we've actually learned today. Now, for me, it's apparent that the hotel obviously has a ton of unsolved mysteries. But with most things that dwell in the realms of the unexplained, the definitive answer? Well, that's always elusive. Now, hopefully you like this format because what I want to do is take you on a ride of a lot of different possibilities. A prime example being the geological factors. That could have potentially contributed to the paranormal activity. But in the same realm... You also have to look at the ancient rituals. They may have left their imprints also. But in addition to that, we also scrutinize the place through the lens of modern science. Now, perhaps the most intriguing aspect is that in my opinion, every question that we answer only brings up more questions. Whether you're a skeptic or you're a believer, the Banff Springs Hotel leaves enough room for interpretation and for curiosity, making it a compelling subject for anyone interested in the supernatural. Now, I want to hear from you, the actual listeners. Have you visited the hotel? And what was your experience? Perhaps you have your own theories. I invite you to share your own perspectives. And who knows, one of your stories may even be a potential dramatized episode in the future. Now, before I sign off, obviously, I talked about this earlier. I want to give a shout out to another podcast that dives into the extraordinary and the unknown. I co-host Deceptive Reality with my friend Nick, as I said earlier, and we explore everything from UFOs to paranormal to the things that go bump in the night. (laughs) If Retraced Echoes was something that piqued your interest, I highly recommended you giving Deceptive Reality a listen. I can almost guarantee if you love this, you won't be disappointed. I want to thank you for turning into Retraced Echoes today. Honestly, it's your encouragement that kind of keeps this podcast running. It's your stories, your theories, the feedback. Those are kind of the lifeblood of the community. And I can't wait to delve into your contributions into future episodes. As always, I'm your host. I'm Bert, reminding you that the line between the unknown and the known is finer than you think. Stay curious, stay vigilant, and most of all, stay tuned. Until next time, goodbye.